One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Here's a cool fact: a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact. You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Everybody to another episode of the Tommy and Hector Show with Lirita Blewett. Woohoo! That's <laughs> now, is every, that's, that's is everybody. I, I just before we start, as we start, I just want too to. Too much um, lights on. Are there too many lights no, on? I think no, it's perfect. Oh, okay. it's original, yeah. So I was thinking about um, COVID and all the restrictions and all the type of stuff and what we're missing. Um, and I was talking to uh, an old lad, a friend of mine, the other day, and he says, when all this is over, we'll have to go mad touching one another. <laughs> and it led me to think, w- will we need a festival or a ritual? Will we have some way of just saying that has ended, that non-tactile face covering two meter phase has ended and to mark like we we had no ritual to go into the lockdown. Mm. It just happened. Yeah. It just before we knew it. But we were blessed with the sunshine for about six weeks. So we in our in our memories, it's really easy to picture that time. Mm. Yes. But I'm thinking when we come out of this, should we have like I'm wondering how are we going to mark the coming out of it? How is the country going to get confidence? To go touching each other again. Feeling each other. How how are we going to do that? How well, are we maybe going to... we're going to move away from it altogether and never go back to it. Do Some, you think so? Yeah, somebody said to me, <clears throat> the positive stuff that had come out of this, the flu, people getting the flu, chest infections for kids, tonsillitis, clean hands, lack of bacteria. Doctors are saying, we're not getting people in like we used to. Rampant vomit chest infections, vomiting bugs. People are cleaning their hands for their first time ever. Mind and stuff. So there has to be a positive... But no, what I'm thinking of is just that, and I, I think it should be led by the president or the Taoiseach, I think that in order to mark the end of this particular moment in culture, there should be a festival of touching. And I think what we should do is that we should uh, unplug the electricity. So say 11 o'clock, some night in deep February or March, God provide, helping we'll be, we'll be at the stage then. And all the lights in the country go off. First of all, people have to leave their houses and have to congregate in the centre towns. All the lights go off and there's just 20 minutes of, of touching. Touching. <laughs> in darkness. In darkness and holding. And it doesn't matter feeling. who you hold, feeling and just... Would you go to a certain place like? Or would it just be just your local community? that you in, in line in on top of each other. Line in on just, just the, the mill. It would just be a huge festival <clears throat> of contact. Why don't you call it the festival of feel? Millen. Where we all go in and feel each other. And hug and touch and go. See, you, you've already brought a fucking, a, a kind of a predatory element into it. <laughs> we all just went and feed one another. No, no, no. no it's but it's like, not that. It's not that. It's just that everybody, so. Would you say, wear blindfolds? Like an eye mask so that you wouldn't be able to see what you were doing? No, the lights or, are the off. lights are off. It's darkness. Oh, yeah. Well, what, so if you so we went to a town, we're, going, we're going, all going to Shop Street and from Air Square down to the car up. Wedge them in. There will just be 100,000 people and then lights out and you're just... A festival of touching people's faces and hugging strangers. There'd be one owl creep within in the middle of a touching your <laughs> testicles and your know who that is, don't we? We're in a festival of feel. Um, and I, I, I'm just wondering about how we'll mark. Like we have, we have, we have, we have, we 
the only rituals that we have, really. Well, we have the, I think electric picnic is a ritual now and uh, oxygen. Is oxygen still going? No. no. What's the labor- body labyrinth? And body and soul. Longitude. longitude. <laughs> I think he's a singer. Um, so they're becoming kind of almost sacramental now. They're kind of built into the year. But in terms of, say, growing up, there was the sacrament of baptism, you know, where it's a, this is a ritual. People know what they're supposed to do. It's kind of all these, there's first confession, there's holy communion. So we should bring a new confirmation. ritual in. I'm just thinking that the rituals that we have seem to have lost their power. They're kind of almost empty now. Yeah. They don't give us the same feeling. So we're in, we're in the process of inventing rituals. So we're in like, like longitude, you know, you go, you get out of it, you fall over people, you drink. That's be, longitude is the new confirmation. And I just think that with this now, with the lights going down and touching, I think I think there's time. I'm wondering, how do we mark coming out of this, or will we just dribble? Will I we think just... I think we'll come out of this and go into another disaster, and then it'll be, yeah, because they're saying the next pandemic's not going to be far behind this one. Oh, Jesus, where are they outrageous. saying that? We'll just I'm stop. telling you, we can't take where are they saying that? There'll be some other thing like foot. No, no, again, no, 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 no. This is it now for a while for us. I'll one take a look at my life. I'm a lot like you. That's pure Alwyn Rita. Right, okay. That well, is just, just you and the girls in a fucking Zoom knitting class going, well, I tell you, it won't be, uh, we'll get rid of this and then the new one will be here we'll all be destroyed. What are you on there? I'm on the Graham Norton <laughs> are, we all, Blanc. are we all drinking together at the same time? Otherwise it's no crack. Hang Audrey, on. you're miles ahead of everybody's top. What, are you on the gunpowder? Yeah, I'm on the gunpowder. All right, girls, come on. All drink together now. Cheers, I was thinking the other day about holidays and... And, and, and how way holidays have developed as you get older. <clears throat> and I remember the first major holiday that we went on. As like the fa- a lad's holiday. As the family. Not oh. a family. And now this was a time where I think we had a, a Ford Cortina or we'd have Mirafiori. We had a red Cortina or a blue Mirafiori. It was around the early 80s. But my dad came in and he says, we're going to the Isle of Man. Wow. And that to us was like going to Hawaii. And we took a small plane. What? A propeller plane. About Just yourself? No. To steal it. <laughs> no, we didn't. We no, went down to Jimmy this, down the road and no, took his plane for the Cessna, weekend. A Cessna landed in my garden. No money <laughs> very, joking. Very, posh. We took a plane from Dublin Airport. It was a propeller plane with about 70 or 100 other people. <clears throat> and we flew from Dublin to Douglas in the Isle of Man. Oh, yeah. And we landed in Douglas and Douglas, I always remember, it was a horseshoe bay with all those sort of B&Bs like Brighton and Blackpool on the front of it. And we stayed in a hotel right at the end of the promenade and we went to the amusements and we ate copious amounts of ice cream. And my dad on the Saturday night brought us to the local dog track <laughs> as a night out. And I, I, and I don't know why it came into... Ma, with mam as well. Mam came. Mam was there. Mam was there. <laughs> Trina was there, Mickey was there, Freddie was there, my brother was there, and I was there. And it was the Saturday night out on the what holiday. Yeah. We were, <laughs> I was about seven. Did you notice? Do, the dog track. There's a very funny thing about the uh, hook on stage. They, they never named the last boy. Do you notice that? Like Hector went through everybody, says, he says, uh, uh, Trina was the mammy, she was there, Mickey was the father, Freddie's the brother was there, and Freddie was there, and then the brother, he was there. He had no name. He was just Mark, the, Mark was there. Mark was the youngest. He was just the brother. Mark, Mark the, the younger brother, was about, that was there. So I remember the Saturday Is night. Is he still the youngest? Yeah, he's still the youngest. <laughs> so I remember that. Because he's grown up now. We thought. <laughs> he's still the young lad. We still, yeah. We thought that that was an unbelievable holiday to mm. go to the Isle of Man for a week. Unreal. So tell us about year holidays and where did you go in the middle of the 80s or the late 70s? Well, I didn't go anywhere in the 70s because I wasn't born, but just not to make you feel, not to make you feel old. Oh man, take a look at my life. (laughs) I'm a lot like you are. So where did you go in the 80s? We didn't really... Were you alive for Live Aid? Uh, Was that in 1985? Yeah. Yeah, I was alive then, yeah. Um, I... Uh, were you alive for MTV, were you MTV born? When USA? Were you born? When was that? When were you born? Vincent Handley doing videos from America. Yeah, but what year is it? 83 to 87 or something. Uh, well, if that's uh, I was born in 83. You were born in 1983? Jesus. Yeah. Wow. Great year to be born. Was it? Yeah, it was pretty good. You kind of got some of the 80s then, you know, you remember. You're off the, the arse end of it. She puts yeah. her hands in the pocket. She has the hands in the pocket and she's getting cocky. Look. <laughs> Cocky. Get the, get the uh, hands in the pockets of the cocky mayo. I'm, I'm, um, 
We I don't think we really. I never. Ever, Did you go Bell Mullet or, 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 or? We used to go Tennis Crown. In County Sligo, fine beach in it, fine yeah. long beach. And where did you stay? Did you go mobile homing? Yeah, mobile homing, yeah. We used to stay down there. We, My father wasn't a man for holidays because he was a farmer, so the summer and holidays was a no-go area. Because so what's, what's happening on the farm in the summer? Well, like everything. That's when That's when the summer, that's so the, the place to be. The silage, the when you say whatever, When you say silage, turf. what do you mean? Cotton silage. Like. So, and what did, so... Where do you find God, silage? You're so uneducated when it comes to farming and I sound like a big buff every week talking about hoggets and fucking round bales and silage. So where does silage come from? Silage is... Grass that's cut. So you, the, the grass is long in the field and you, you cut it with a side or... A <laughs> Jesus Christ! Tractor <laughs> Tom! Tractor you cut it a with man the, comes no, but an agricultural a man himself. comes to cut your grass and you're giving out about more of any kind coming out of cooking his dinner and you have a man come around to cut your grass <laughs> the fucking double standards comes, of it he comes in a big an agricultural contractor no oh. in a big tractor and okay. like a harvester or whatever and why would you not have one of them one of them belonging to you yourselves because like? we didn't have enough land to be okay. like cutting big mass we didn't have big acres and acres and acres okay. so there's a man that, there's a man that comes around and cuts the silage mm. we used to make what about like a pits. small tractor like and with a, a, a cutter at the back of it like a topper or something would it be I don't know I don't know what, what you call them but it'd take too long like and how long would the man spend doing it he could spend two days doing it. Okay, and three then he, days. So he'd cut it, and would the machine make it into bales? No, because what would happen is he'd cut it, put it into a, a trailer. The trailer would bring it up, and then they would make a silage pit. They'd fire it in then. But then, if you make <clears> round <throat> bales, the man cuts it, and then another man comes and sucks it all up into a machine and makes a bale out of it. This is like now a silage pit is what? It's like a big massive, ma- it's like a big massive house made of silage. Why is it called a no, pit? But so no they back it no in, Tommy. They back it in. There's no rooms in it. Like. <clears throat> they back it it's in. It's just a off solid the mass and load of grass. it. And then what do they do? Which is the traditional thing in Ireland. They put the plastic on it. Yeah. And how many tires did it fire in? A You'd top be of it? saving all the tires all year. And they then fire ten thousand tires. Saving all the tires. Well, I don't from think what? anyone makes what, like, to keep the plastic. Who's saving the tires from keeping the old tires to put them up on top of it to keep it down? Keep it down. Keep it moist. Okay. And then I don't think anyone makes silage pits anymore, do they? No, but Why is it called a pit if it's on the ground and not in the ground? It's deep, it's deep, but it's it's big and they can back the tractor in them when they need to get feed during the winter for the cattle. So that's, that takes a few days, that, that, all yeah. that crack. And then and what else is going on? Will you be, then you'd have to go and get the turf cut the, okay. and save it. And, and what's, it what's that like? Well, you, you go out to the bog and what do you do? Hated the turf. Hated that. Did you ever have to go to the bog? No, my no. wife keeps slagging me going, you wouldn't last a morning in the bog, never mind the day. Well, you might, but this lad here. <laughs> no, like, Hector, yes, Hector would. Yes. Hector would last. Yes. Tommy wouldn't. Because I am Kango Ken here. You wouldn't be able to last During in the, the bog, During the summer we used you? to have tennis tournaments and, uh, <laughs> and, play, and play croquet. Tell, him, uh, tell us about a day in the bog. Um, we used to have to do that then when we'd go to school, write a story about the day in the bog. Um, you'd just have to cut the turf and With like what? save it. A man would come to cut the, the turf. The same fucker you haven't worked to death for, Basil. <laughs> the other same fellow got sick and went home to Poland because you had fucking... <laughs> um, so you'd get the turf cut, then you'd have a man, to leave A man would cut the turf. Yeah. With and what? With the turf cutter? Yeah. Which is what? What does it look like? The hole. It's a big, ma- no, a big massive machine. It just sucks again. It sucks all the peat in and then it spits it out into do little sausages. Do you fucking sausages. do anything the natural way at all? Is it just fellas coming down with machines? Industrial, yeah. Wrecking the place. Yeah. And then... We so what's your job after the man cuts it up in the machine? Leave it to dry and then go and well, turn it. You right. can't just leave it on Oh, we've a hard day in the bog. We have to go out and leave the turf. No, you wouldn't go then. Then you'd go turn the turf. Right. What does that mean? Like, so it would be dry on one side, then you'd have to physically turn it around. Would you build little mounds, what do you call You'd do that after then. You'd be, reckle the turf, is what we used to call reckle. it. Reckle it. Don't reckle. know if that's an actual word, but that's what we used to do. Yeah. And you'd build like a little kind of monuments or would whatever. Would be midgets be? at you and the heat. Oh, it's Not horrific. Hector, midges. Midges. <laughs> So we'd have to do that. Fucking and then you'd have to either put it in. A load of midgets. Get off our land. <laughs> Get out of Ireland! <laughs> uh, We've run away through here <laughs> for the last 4,000 years. We can't. This podcast. A load of bitches. Push in yeah. the book. Get off our turf! You pricks! Why are midgets? Oh, midgets. Anyway, so. You'd have to either put it in bags then or you'd have to put it in. Do you have any spray? 
Do you have any? Has anybody? Has anybody any spray for the midgets? Fucking all over me. Did anyone bring sandwiches and tea? Flasks. Like, can we the, talk the midgets are biting me. Can we talk? Do you have any spray? I'm bitten by these fucking midgets. I can't talk anymore. I have nothing else to say. A lot of war midgets. A lot of warring turf midgets. Yeah. Crusty midgets. Fuck off our turf and leave our bugs alone. <laughs> so anyway, that's boring. Just boring stuff. Anyway, t- t- tell us no, about so, your so, um, <laughs> crusty holidays. Crusty midgets. <laughs> so come here. <laughs> I think we can use that So come here So so there's a the, But that wouldn't That doesn't sound like Those jobs don't sound like They take up the whole summer No but like I don't know Like there's always Thing I don't know Farmers They Do sheep act farmers differently Farmers are the do best sheep, people For making I think they just keep themselves busy But There's it's always stuff to be done on Yeah the farm. like Do sheep act differently During the summer they get sheared. They get sheared during the during summer. The summer yeah. so, so you'd have had sheep and you would have sold the wool to who? Another man. Would the man come and shear the sheep for you, yeah? Yeah, shear the sheep, yeah. Because if you know what would happen if you left the, the wool on, Tommy. They'd get stuck in ditches or something, would they? No, they'd get maggots. Ah, right. Mm. Mm. Right. Um, and so would you also organise for the ram to come round? We'd have our own ram. You had your own ram. It was he a powerful beige to be oak. Big lump of a buck, yeah. Really, yeah, yeah. Wow, wow. Big head in him. And would he be kept in his own field all the time? Uh, no, because he'd have to get in, in down and dirty with the ladies. I know, but he, he couldn't be at the ladies all the time. He'd have them driven oh, dimensions. We'd have a rattle on him. What's a rattle? What's a rattle? <laughs> What, oh, this what is, is absolutely a rattle? This is like this something yeah, to put a, ra- put a rattle on me there, Siobhan. Where's me rattles? It's like, Siobhan, have you seen my rattle? It's like a fucking the Mayo version of Fifty Shades of Grey. Get <laughs> <laughs> them cable ties. Get in now. there and I put a rattle on you. Oh, God. I will be cable ties. It looks a bit, it looks a bit similar to uh, what jo- the, see what the lads wear now when they're playing football the GPS things they wear like a bra on them oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. well this is what we'd put on the, we'd put it on his back legs it's like a harness you'd put on the ram like and he'd let you put it on well you'd you just you'd fucking put it on him yes. like and then there'd be a big load of like a colour whether it be green or blue or red or and he'd mark the yo's back when so you'd he, know when who he was her. and then you'd take those ladies out and you'd but, know they were but would he be getting access to yo's 12 months of the year No like. God Absolutely Only not when they, in, when, they in, when they go in heat You'd want to be keeping in them season. Yeah And you want to keep them You don't want to be Well I mean you could have lambs In the middle of July But you wouldn't really have any market for them So there'd be no point in having when them When would you take their rattle off them? Wouldn't you take them away from them what, So the I'm, curious, I'm curious So where is so the he, ram during nice, the year? He's grand when he's with the girls But when he's on his own then He's not to be messed with and that means you wouldn't go into a, you wouldn't go into the same space as him. No, he'd be cross. He'd be, cross. be like any man that should keep locked up for a long time, <laughs> not letting themselves release their inner he, selves. Right, he'd be yeah. cranky. Yeah. So what does he? Um, so he would if he I don't could. know what else he does. He, he would know. if he could. He'd be he'd ride he, all day. He would ride all day. Yeah. Yeah, I he'd remember ri- what he'd ride goats or lambs or well, he mightn't ride lambs now. And then he'd be riding anything he could find, anything at like all. A cat, a cat, yeah, if it was a big one, yeah, he'd ride a big or cat. A, a big dog. He could ride a big dog. Yeah, ride a Labrador. Wow, could ride a small horse. You know, <laughs> just good. What name did you have in your ram? He's fucking relentless. Oh no, you you, could, you couldn't make a pet out of him if you made a pet out of him. That would be uh, that would be very a, mixed a emotions. Horny ram. You'd think. Be in good form, and then he, yeah. So that's so that's what the ram does. And then uh, cattle during the summer, they're just out. In yeah, the, in the eating. And would you have milked your cattle or sold them for beef? Beef. Right. Okay. Yeah. And you were talking about farmers. Um, they, uh, you'd never get close. You'd never have develop a relationship with a beef cow. Well, you would with a dairy herd if it was small enough. Yeah. If you had a dairy herd of fifteen or twenty, it's impersonal now because it's all manufactured. You know, it's all machines. Yeah, but back, but you could you get to know. We your used own to cattle. have one cow that we'd milk. milk she was a hand. pet, like. So would you, you bring that milk in in the evening? We'd have we'd have it for you, breakfast. Fuck off! Yeah. What? I remember putting milk into my bottle from a cow and drinking it. It was vile. 
but it was the good, I hate milk it was the good stuff. And you'd get the milk, you'd pour it into your jug and it'd be on the table for your breakfast. There'd be a load of froth on the top of it. Oh. Lovely and really. And would you put it on top of your cornflakes, make them all soggy? You could eat the beastins as well. Did you ever eat that? Oh, the beastins. What is that? Is that like bits of when, rashers or something? <laughs> the cow has calf. You milk her, you Don't know the... Say, what, the cow's... Colostrum. The colostrum. You can cook it then. Yeah, the, it, it looks like scrambled eggs. What, do some people freeze it? Some women freeze it after birth and they put the after birth into the, fr- the freezer. No, this is just colostrum like... Yeah, but it's the Bastons. savages. It's the I'm telling you, I brought it in one day to... To Paul Claffey and is, Jerry what, Glennon on Midwest and I made them eat it. What is the Bastions? It's, it's the, it's the uh, first the few days of the milk that comes out, you know, to feed the newborn. Like a mother. What, the Bastions, yeah. A calf, a cow. Sorry, so, I'm talking about entrails. Yeah, sorry. The Bastions is the good the good. Entrails, liquid. I don't know what that is. So that's what we used to leave out that's for the, the stuff you. That's no, the stuff you cut no, off the side of the say, ram. When, when the cow would calf, We'd leave the end, the, the the afterbirth out for the fox. Oh, that's afterbirth, yeah. Yeah, I would that's, say I we say, call the cleaning. <clears throat> yeah, so you anyway. No, this is milk. This is the beast. It's thick, rich milk. Yeah, the, like really? ambrosia cream rice. Yes, or something. and, and with if you full of goodness, and if you put that into a saucepan and you can make it up, boil it up. My and father said he used to, they used to eat it when they were kids. The good stuff. I, don't feel I made it. I made it from. I made. I said to my brother one day, "I'll make you breakfast." He goes, "Oh, thanks." I made him scrambled eggs, but I made him the beast. <laughs> and what happened to him? He nearly got sick when he, he smelled he's it. Six foot five, and he muscles yeah. the oh, oh, goes all crumbly like, like ricotta cheese or something. Is that the crumbly stuff? Can, can, can I ask you? Would you? Would you? Would you? Did you have a sort of a an oh, area Jesus. at the back door where you'd leave your welly? Would you eat it? Tell me. What? Would you eat it? But I fuck eat it. I'd love to feed it to you someday. I'm not going to eat for the rest of the day just after hearing about it. <laughs> but we're talking about holidays. Yeah, so Sorry. can you go back there to what you were, were told? That like, yeah. Tommy, whole thing. So means... you went to the Isle of Man and yeah. you were... You so we were I, I went to the, the bog. bog. The bog. We went to the Indian Ocean. What? Get out of it. Yeah. Because uh, I such a no wonder you don't know how to go to the bog or asking down. those stupid questions about <laughs> no, lambs. You, you went sheep. to Laytown and Betty's Town. I went to uh, what was it? Called? Went to Dar es Salaam and the what pit, age were you? And Malawi. Oh, she was living in Africa. Sure. Oh, uh, uh, I was about six. Indian Ocean for his holidays. It was beautiful, uh, but the only thing I remember of it, uh, which was kind of cruel, was um, I'd done something I shouldn't have done. Right. Please God, don't tell us. Uh, it's only a goss and I had done something I, I, I shouldn't have done. And do you um, remember what you did? No, I can't remember what it was. Um, but I remember we had, we had the most unbelievable sunburn on our backs, like fucking, like chronic peeling. And I'd done something I shouldn't have done. And I remember we'd spend all day on the beach beside the Indian Ocean. And I remember my mother saying to me, I'm going to bait you when we get back. <laughs> To the apartment. What did you do? I can't remember, but that's that's my memory of it. My mother said, "What did you do wrong?" I, I can't remember, but I might have drowned my sister or something. But <laughs> it was something like I remember. I, 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 that's funny. That's the and the other thing I remember. And did she bet you with the on the sunburn? With the wooden spoon, yeah, on, on the, the sunburn. sunburn, not on the sunburn, but she would have bet me somewhere. But do you know that kind of thing? If a child does something wrong, yeah, you deal with it there and then. If you if you're inclined to hit them, there you go, and it's done. Right. You don't say at eleven o'clock in the day. I'm going to punch you in the face at but 7 it's o'clock better, this evening. It's a way better idea though. Because it's a fucking eight yeah, hour no, wait to be punched. <laughs> but, so, so, <laughs> an eight hour Because it hangs over the whole day. Yeah. You're waiting for the punch then. Yeah. So I, the punch I, I, is a bit extreme now. A punch. Or a slap. Or a slap. It's like, yeah. getting out, get, get into mass. Get out of the car. Get out of the car. Get into mass. The other yeah. memory I have is, <laughs> the other memory I have is a, it's a, it's, it's a false memory in that I remember I don't remember the instant, but it's a memory I have of a memento from the holiday. Um, my father set up the camera. This is way back in 1974, 75 now. He was able to do something with the camera where he put it at the at the window of the apartment where we were staying. So we were staying in an apartment beside the beach, okay? And at dawn, so he's put the timer on. Right. And he knew exactly where in the beach we had to go. And he put, put on the timer... And uh, he pressed it and then he took me by the hand and the two of us ran down the beach towards the water at dawn, just as the sun was coming up. And we have a photo of the two of us. Isn't he very creative? Our silhouettes. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, you don't. I might have that photograph over there. So will I I just pause proceedings? No, 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 no. We'd like to hear. You can keep talking. We can hear. Okay. (laughs) 
I, I like the approach have... to this week's podcast. Yeah, we, We're keeping everything on. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. I don't know for sure <clears throat> Jesus, Tommy. Ah, oh, if you have it, this. Oh, how well, cool. Porsche album. Oh, Sorry. he's all broke. He, um, how cool Jesus, Tommy, Kevin I think if you, you've, you've got dexterity problems today. You keep breaking uh, things. This is, I, I'm not sure if I have it here now, but if we do, I will show it to you. This is a half, uh, half an album. Albums uh, are great, aren't they? I know, Taken the old photo albums. From us in Africa. Do you know what we do with a photo albums? You fire them on ledges and you don't look at them often enough. I know, yeah, and they're so lovely. And, and cameras have made them all obsolete. These are very well preserved these that? pictures is this is this is this Africa Tommy this is Africa uh, will we have a look at uh, young Thomas William Anthony Andrew Andrew Thomas William Andrew Tiernan so the first photograph I'm going to show you is myself my sister Anne with our sis, our nanny uh, Jennifer and Jennifer lived in the bush in what bush <laughs> no not what bush not like the, what do you mean the bush on the road the to knock more uh, the bush <laughs> was the name that you'd have uh if you didn't live in a town. Oh, if, because this was in Africa, yes. Yeah, if you if you lived in some like shanty, not even shanty, kind of a mud hut. So you would have seen them on your travel sector. Yeah, like Bonnie Conlon. <laughs> <laughs> so, these, so these are, are houses that are made from yeah. clay. Yeah. African Has, African people all don't live in cities. They I live, guess yeah. it. They live in the bush. We've watched television programs. So that's me and my sister program. and the photo there. with our nanny Jennifer. And the nana. In Africa. Ah, well isn't that lovely. Isn't that cute as Where's a... Where's Tommy? That little Tommy there. Tommy's there. Squatting. Tommy's down on Tommy his. Squatting. As they say, back the far side of the tomb near Kilbannon, he's down on his guggage. That, that's a lovely word. Yeah, that's isn't a it? good uh, word. Down guggage. on your guggage. Go down There's on your my, guggage. My my beautiful mother with my sister. Do you, ever, do you know where Jennifer Africa? is now? The little head and Tommy. Oh, I'd say she's. Tommy I wouldn't say she's with on. us anymore. If I was guessing. Oh, that's a lovely picture of my mum. Isn't yeah, it beautiful? Fabulous. Yeah, fabulous. Uh, I'm not sure. I don't have any of the beach here. Um, I. Uh, oh, here's me in school. The only, the only <gasps> white lad in school. Stop. The only white lad in the school. Hey! Look at that. Look, look at the only white boy in the school. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can I'm the it. only white man here. He gets, oh my God. And you're. Look that. at all the boys. Whoa. Look at. <laughs> the only one looking around, too. The only one looking around. Me, Everyone else obedient, like. Classic. Uh, Tommy, there, that's a great photo. So they're the only they're the only ones really. The rest of them are all. And so we can't find the silhouette. No, but anyway, so that's the that's the my memory of the holidays when I was a kid is um is those two wonderful. My mother saying she's going to punch me at seven o'clock, <laughs> and my father taking me down to the water at dawn. Isn't that lovely? So it was freezing last Saturday morning, lads. Ooh, it's freezing out. It's too. freezing. It's it's got really colder, and I love. I know we're fixated by nine o'clock and then shh, the weather's on, but I love what? it. What? I know we're fixated <laughs> by what? I thought you were going to say... We're fixated <laughs> by nine o'clock news and then... Who is? In the, your house. Your yeah, house. Hector, love. there's a thing called an app on your phone now that you can check no, the weather no. at all times. The iPhone cannot tell you real weather. No, there's only one person in Ireland that can tell you real weather. The TG Carter Colony. It looks like he's blue with the cold. His lips are blue. <laughs> are you sure you're okay? I just feel the cold a lot. You're sometimes. awful cold looking. No, fine. Right. Uh, the TG Carr girls can tell me the weather or on a nine o'clock. They can tell you yeah, anything. Yeah, I was you going to, to say. 
Wind and rain coming in. Don't be worried about what that. I'm more interested in the weather girls because I seem to think a lot of the men of Ireland are very interested in these weather girls. I wonder does their um, figures go up at weather time? But you're growing your show, you started on it. They all started at weather girls. And there is like inappropriately sexy reading the weather they're like Nigella no, no. Lawson cooking a turkey no no hang like, on they're just no, beautiful okay. Irish speaking women who are very beautiful and they just they're not, they're not they don't do I anything. think what the weather should be was there should be like a door should open and someone should come in from the outside <laughs> oh, well, like an owl and go it's fucking lashing and fuck the f- frost fuck this okay Good luck. <laughs> and that's it, you know. Yeah, but so I, um, I do TG Car girls are lovely. But you're mad so, for the so weather. We're mad for the weather about half nine. Uh, but but was, uh, when, when you say we now, are you telling me that your your fifteen and sixteen year old sons? I'm not saying that they. Honestly. me and the missus will be there. Right, quieting down, everyone. <laughs> it's the weather time, and we'll be there going. Yes. I was just so looking because because you'd be so like your jobs be so dependent on that information, <laughs> yeah. you know. Because I'm outside all, all your crops I'm outside, and cattle. I'm outside Narita's outside in the farm. I'm outside Kangoin. I'm outside in the farm. Um, so I knew then last Saturday morning that I had to get up early and I knew it was freezing. It was minus one, minus two. It was a hard frost. And then the rain started and then my alarm went off at twenty to nine because the local club had asked for volunteers to go up to the club. They planted about ten thousand hazel bushes and hawthorn bushes around the pitches, around the walkway. Right. And they went a little bit untouched for about a year. And so the weeds were killing them. Uh-huh. They were suffocated. So we decided that last Saturday morning was the morning to go to the pitch. That's good club man <laughs> you are there now. Tw- and, and there was no way of doing it in the afternoon, no? <laughs> no, somebody organised. <laughs> S- no, me, Saturday afternoon Tommy, you do why things. why didn't they say this in the middle of the summer? The minute we, I was getting, I had to come into the car park. There were... Boots of cars opening and about 20 lads with Wellingtons and pull-ups and other pull-ups and gloves and extra. It was horrific. The Why wind was howling. Why didn't she cancel it? It was lashing with that cold winter's rain. It was about zero degrees. And I had to get down my hands and knees along a hawthorn bush the, side, the, the whole size of a pitch and pulling weeds because you weren't allowed to strim. You'd hurt, you'd hurt them and cut them and so we were down on our hands and knees I pulled weeds. Did you have gloves? Yes. But the rain started to come down the back of my back into me jocks. Pneumonia. And the top of me jocks started getting wet about an hour in and I had no pull-ups. Or arse. (laughs) That's why it went down, you see. That's why it went down. And about two hours later, my hands were numb and didn't this woman come along? In the nip, saying, feel me. And Hector was saying, I can't. (laughs) My hands are too numb. My hands are numb. This woman arrived in, 30 men and a couple of young lads as well, on our hands and knees, pulling weeds and fixing and pulling and pulling weeds and fixing these hawthorn bushes. And were you pulling them as well, Hector? (laughs) And then all of a sudden... How could you fix a weed? This is about 20 past 11. We're two hours in and we're bet with the cold and my hands are stopping. My feet are freezing. I'm absolutely Baltic. And this woman appeared out of nowhere. From the sky. (laughs) With a tray. And on the tray was a hot pot of coffee, a hot pot of tea, a bottle of brandy, a bottle of Baileys. And she said, would anybody like a hot cup? Oh, wow. It was magnificent. And when I got home, I went straight into the bath. And I put the hot water on last Saturday morning round. I was going to go in and watch off the ball. Or match the, what do you call it on uh, Soccer, football, yeah. football focus? Oh. And I said, no, I'm going to get into the bath. There's only one thing for this. I put the bath on full hot water. And I dropped a few Epsom salts into it and a little bit of Radox when I got into the bath. And I just went like this. Oh, 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 it's oh, too hot. Oh, 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 oh. oh, that's fucking lovely, that is. That is absolutely lovely. I stayed there till 20 to 4. <laughs> you deserve that's that's great parish work, Hector. 
You should have brought Tommy down the for crack an The crack was good because the boys were going, ah, it's, not, it's a long time since you had fucking Wellingtons on. The crack, the banter, it was almost like a metal. People coming together to do something around the pitches. We, we had the same thing in Barnet, getting rid of the immigrants. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we would be more inclined to be on Hector's wavelength with our community spirit and knock more as well. Get yeah. the fuck out of Burnham! of Burnham! Yeah, weed! I'm only joking now. I'm only, obviously, yeah, I'm only joking obviously. You have to say these things. Jeez, you, know? like, well, you don't a, have to say it. It's worse when you said it was a joke. Um, uh, but that's a wonderful parish work you're doing. That's yeah, great. And yeah. you're, and you're, but you have an appetite for that. Did you have uh, pads no, on your knees? Pads no. on your knees? And I didn't yeah. bring the pull-ups. My jeans were, were soaking after about 20 minutes and I wasn't going to cry off by going, I think I'll go back to the house here and get it. I said, fuck it. Yeah. I was down on my hands and knees pulling whitethorn, weeds off whitethorn bushes for about two hours and it was Baltic. But you know what? It was a great day to do it. And there was great you, banter. You have, you have good friends in the parish, do you? Yes. And, man, that's and, and there were all other coaches. I met coaches of the under nines that I hadn't met before. And what coach, because when you're coaching under 16s, you don't mix that often. You might mix it in AGM or one or two meetings of coaches per year. But it was great to see them all there. And it was so beautiful at one stage when that woman came. Uh, I think Geraldine, Geraldine came with the, with the, with the hot toddies and the whiskies. And then didn't two boys come over to me and went, can I just say one thing? Fuck it, you're giving us a great laugh on the podcast. I've all the boys listening. And they just told a few stories. And I just went, lovely to hear that on the side of a pitch in the middle of a Saturday morning. And they're listening to the podcast. Beautiful. Lovely parish work. I'm going to tell you something that I don't know a lot of, I don't think I've ever told a lot of people. Okay. Okay. And I'm only doing it because I know that this is a special moment and I feel safe when I'm in here in the henhouse. Right. And... I feel a warmth and I feel an openness. Yeah. I feel an honesty and I know I'm with friends. Okay. Uh, I know I'm with a new sister. Yeah. Oh. And I know I'm with an old brother. Yeah. Uh, I know that the heat is on in here and I know I feel calm and I feel a little happy. Bit, a little bit giddy. And a bit giddy. I sucked my tongue till I was 14 Oh, Jesus, I didn't know what you were going to say. Till you were what? I sucked my tongue till I was nearly 14 years of age. Mm, I don't know how I feel about that, but I do know a man. Who I still used to suck my thumb, and really? I'd, I'm going to give you. I put the two, I'd put the two fingers up on top of my nose, oh, yeah. and then I'd curl my hair I'd until go, you were 14, wow. <laughs> till the second year. Yeah, till around that time, and, I, and then I had to get a brace because I pushed me to me 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 too that too. Had much. your buck teeth? I had buck teeth from sucking my thumb, but my father said, "That's enough of this crack." Watching fucking the soccer sucking your tum or watching Big Daddy in the wrestling sucking your tum. I'm out here. So we went out to the field. <coughs> was this your own field now or just field you had access to? This is our own little field at the back. You had your own little field? So we, had a, we had a couple of acres, Tommy. We had about you half, no, we had an acre and a half. Had a you couple never of said that in school. No, gee, you were out in my house loads of times. You never want, all you want to do, can I go into your garage? You never Garage? S- what do you want to do in the garage, Big Word? That's where we had our racing bikes. Oh. And our choppers. I'll yeah, you sit in the back some tenure in the Tour de France. I never knew that you had land at the back. We had an acre, Tommy, oh. half an acre, more, uh, three quarters of an acre. What's an acre anymore? <laughs> <laughs> That's a riddle. <laughs> so what did you do out there? Was there anything else? <laughs> a character from a fucking, <laughs> fucking shit Batman movie. We had an acre, half an acre, two quarters of an acre. What's an acre anymore? <laughs> the field gone wrong. That's my acre. No, it's my, it's my half acre. So, um, we had any uh, animals in it? Uh, we had a cow and calf all the time and a few heifers, a few bullocks. We squeeze the nuts out of the bull cows. I told you this before. You'd the squeeze podcast. the nuts. Now tell him what that means because he thinks it's stuff you feed them. So you would we'd go down to Carnaross, we'd have a hundred and hundred and fifty pound each of the children, the, the boys, with my father, and we'd buy bull calves. Good strong, strong backed bull calves. What do you mean you, you like you you would buy a calf? You had hundred and fifty quid, you would buy in a the bull post calf. office. I would take my post office money out. And it'd be your calf. <clears throat> yes. We would buy the calf. And you decide what calf to buy. We go down with my yeah. father. All my uncles are farmers. Yeah. And then we go down to Carner Ross and we'd buy a bull calf. And Freddie would buy one and Mark And how old one. are you buying a calf? About eight or nine. Ten, eleven, twelve. And, and then we'd rear the calf. We'd squeeze the nuts out of him first of all. And we'd change now he doesn't know what you mean. I do. Squeeze. You get a uh, testicle crusher. Oh yeah. Yeah, the old style testicle crusher. It's like a, a vice grip. You can still do that. This, yeah. And we'd just squeeze the nuts and then we'd rear them. <clears throat> fatten them up two years later. Sales. I'll sell them all. I'll sell them. I sold. 
And how much would you sell them for? £900. £1,100. So you'd have... And what did you do with the money? Back into the post office. And wow. buy a bike. And when did you... And buy a fancy racer. Really? Rally. Choppers. I never told you this when you were at my house. I never told you this. This is my first time hearing it now. Uh, that's so, phenomenal. So, were so you afraid they'd think you're a big buff if you were... If they thought you no, were... no. All my, all my uncles are farmers. All the great meat people. There's great farming in meat. The, the, the fields go on forever. Yeah. I mean, there's fields in, in yeah. outside Navan. There's 600 acres yeah. one field. My father said, that's enough of that. And he, he frog marched me out the back and we went into the field and he said, no more sucking your thumb for you. And he went over to this fresh oh, cow no. patch. Oh no, he did not have to. He didn't. He, he didn't. And he grabbed my arm Uh-oh. and he shoved my thumb into the freshest cow dung cow patch you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And he held it in there for about a minute to a minute and a half what? and he rubbed it around into it. He says, now were you saying, no, no. I was there, get it away from me. No, I was there going, this, where's my mother now when I need her? <laughs> Tommy. Where's Tommy's Freddy? <laughs> Help me. <laughs> Freddy. <laughs> no. <laughs> Help! Uh, he was in watching my. I've watching, shouted that too loud now. Something near the top of the wall. T- <laughs> my brothers were in watching the. T- <laughs> the brothers were in watching Jutes of Hazard. Yes, I was joking. That's in the name. Ah! Let's all shout out. No, no, the neighbours. Maura, Theresa, and Barnaga- Ring Barnagardi there and put us on speaker. Help me! <laughs> so go on. We did uh, that before. The boys were probably in watching Dukes of Hazard. He held my f- arm down into it and he put my tongue in this brand fresh new <gasps> cow dung, cow pat, and he riddled my tongue with it and in and in through my nails and in through the that skin. That stuff wouldn't come out for And ages. then he riddled it round and he ran and he said, now... Take it back and put it in your mouth. And from that day forward... And would you not have to use the other hand? I never sucked my thumb again because it was my right hand. Wow. But I do like curling my hair still and yes. I can see my eldest ladder and when they're watching a bit of Champions League... Did you curl the hair? I curl the hair. My goodness. And did they suck their thumbs when they were small? No, they don't do any of that crack, but I'll never forget it. <laughs> Smell. Old grassy, old shited weight in your That's a real rages. old school, old country way of doing stuff like that, isn't it? To, to suck into something. So you were 14, were you, when this Just happened? 13 or 14. Yeah, yeah, so your father was probably getting a bit... He probably... Worried. He, he gave you the run of it all through primary school. Oh, all yes. Sucking your tongue. And first year was fine. And second year the, then... Look at the cute little baby sucking You're about yeah. to become look a man Look at the little boy. He's in yeah, senior yeah. infancy and you're lovely and he's sitting on his mommy's lap. I couldn't be sucking my thumb. No. And would you ever try it now just to see what it's like? It doesn't feel good. It doesn't yeah. it doesn't sit like it used to. It doesn't sit like it does. That's because you got your teeth fixed, you see, and they were in a position for Did comfort. you ever suck your thumb? Did you no. ever have a special cushion? Did you ever have something, a little doll you'd rub all the time? No. Did no. you have anything, Tommy? Did you have a, a little... A teddy bear, I'd say. Did, did you have a piece of sheet? You know the way some people... Yeah, no. I can't that go on holidays. That only came in after, with a, with like... When All you, my kids have had that. They've had special bunnies, special blankets. With the labels, and they like the penguins. labels. Uh, but I was never. Uh, I had sort of very little. I had very little physical contact with either of my parents. I was kind of raised. So you didn't even want to be born? Raised yeah. by wolves. <laughs> they let them out at the side of the road. I was raised by a pack of travelling dogs up in Kiarndana. Uh, and I would have sucked the. Suck, I would have, Their tails. I would have been on a. I would have took the tail of a dog until I was about four or five years of age. And then... I'm pure wild by And then the dog moved away and said, no, that's enough, Tommy. Wow. And you remember that story with... I remember just the physical thing of my yeah. tongue going into that. And it was so smelly because it was fresh. I mean, a fresh cow dung. It, you know, it'll harden up after a day or two and you can almost walk over it. It's like, like a you, meringue. Yeah. God. It's like a meringue. On the inside, it, is. Yeah. it is. It's like a meringue. But this was really fresh. There were flies on now, it. It was, it was an unpleasant thing for your father to do. But he knew and somebody told him, somebody said to him, there's only one way to stop a young lad sucking his tongue. Straight into the fresh cow. Though. We had a, farmers have, we had a, a puppy, you know, and... Uh, we had this... Uh, <laughs> uh, it's called Ricky. A Labrador called Ricky and uh, through the house training and uh, so my father took him down to the river and uh, drowned him and that was him house trained <laughs> Tommy I thought you were going to say he stuck his nose in the weed. Um that's a remarkable story Hector
Remarkable. And what, do, when you remember that story now, do you think yep. if I was there, I'd yeah. give him a, I'd, 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 I'd shove his face in it? I, I think he'd done the right thing because I was, my thumb, it was a phase I was going through with me mm. thumb. Me so and me where thumb, would you have gone? Me and, me, thumb were, there, like, me, me and my thumb were at one with each other. It was my comfort zone. Yeah. And were I, you breastfed? I don't know, Tommy. I don't know, so I'm sure I was. Was, was, was well, you all breastfed back then? I wasn't breastfed. I don't think I was. How was, do you know you weren't breastfed? My mother said to me. What star sign are you? Gemini. And what are you? Libra. I fucking knew it. No, why? you didn't. didn't. You knew that we were, why didn't you tell us what yeah, we why, were then? Yeah. That's what I'm just saying. I knew you, I knew your star sign. I bet you're no, Taurus. Are you Taurus? No, I'm not. You guessed on me now, go on. If he's a Franciscan. <laughs> I knew you were them star signs. Just uh, what he had. Something will come to it again at another occasion because nobody reads their stars anymore in the back of the paper. Do you remember them days? Get the paper and you go. Russell Grant. <laughs> Clear your stars with Russell Grant. Today will be a good day. You will see something green and you will encounter something that you buy. Fuck yeah, yeah the hell. You'd go out and buy something green. <laughs> um. So that's a very strong That's it. Tip. That was one of the things yeah. that I never told anyone that I did suck my tongue for such a long time or how it ended. And as we say on this podcast, that was a phase I was going through. I was mad into the tomb. Can I just say one thing I'm after spotting? I'm after spotting Larita. <laughs> did you have, have you seen what I've seen? Tommy Tiernan, for the first time ever on this <gasps> podcast, is wearing a fucking vest. A vest. Oh, yeah, yeah. The winter. For the, right. So we started this podcast. Oh, yeah. We started recording way back in now. July. He was like the medallion man. The hairy chest, six chains on him and so, the tattoos. What's this about? Now look at the vest. He's a vest. <laughs> is it one of those sleeveless vests? Yes. Take it off. Take oh, off your shirt. No, I want no. to see it. No, I want to see the grand. full vest. No. We want to see on. the vest. It's a vest. It's a vest. Oh, why he's are you got, wearing a vest? Well, listen, but you say that's awful. I have to run everything I wear past my wife. He's so, got a vest. So she said it was okay. She, she said look she liked it. Look at the stains on it. She always gives another bit of stains on it. Stains on it. Look at the vest. And you know that the vests, are, they're always longer than they are wider. Yeah. So it goes down to my knees. <laughs> It's like a slip. And Tommy, did they say, oh, here's your vest, it's getting cold. No, Put that to... on, come down to the shed at half six. Why do you have a vest on? For your meditation, you need a vest Sorry, he leaves the house to go to the shed and go and into the car to go to school. You do have, you have absolutely no necessary okay. reason for wearing a vest. So you, you have a t-shirt under your shirt? Yeah, because I was nippy this morning. Okay. Yeah, and he was outside, he had to go out. I was outside. And he's an outsidey person. Yes. <laughs> There's a word for that in Navin. What is it? <laughs> He's one of them outsideies. You here he comes, the outsidey. You don't leave that. You are not a. You shouldn't have to wear a vest because you, you're you live a pampered life. You do though, like you're not what like outside. You come into my house once a week, and I do nothing but well, Larita, I'm get so food and drink for you and, and heat, and I provide nice. Larita, a lovely I'm chair. so glad you said. Got your lovely microphone and microphone stand. I try to make sure that you're comfortable and fucking you come out with that. You he go back to your fucking slatted shed and mayo yourself ah. and your fucking the cows freezing for the winter, heavy breathing. <laughs> that like, pampered fuck down in Galway. It's farmers or people that are outside working that need to wear vests, not you walking from the garden to the house, like. And it's, what are you and wearing the, a vest for? The reason I wear a vest is because I it's too cold just to wear a shirt. But you wear a jumper as well. You had one on a minute ago. That's a, that's, it's not and, a jumper. And, and a scarf and the wool. That's not a jumper. That's a, a Portuguese flannel jacket. Oh, see, I'm st- I'm sorry now. You probably wear long johns as well, Open, do you? He's Only after, if I had to go to the shops. <laughs> Don't. Honestly, I am telling you, you're going to be in a nursing home soon. Oh, I'd love it. Would you? <laughs> Oh, I'd love to be in a nursing home. Would you? Oh, I fucking... You'd hate it. Mis- How are you, Tommy? The- Ready for your oh, wash? I'd be... Goody, just- Tommy. Here's the goody. You know what I'd get plenty of in the nursing home? Suppositories! Morphine suppositories! <laughs> <laughs> uh, are you ready, Tommy? I'd say... I would just say that... Turn it just- around, Tommy. Jaquita! Jaquita, come here. Little Mexican-Filipino <laughs> one. And she comes over and she thumbs it up me whole and I was there lovely. Put on the snooker on Eurosport. <laughs> <laughs> And I'd be there, I'd be out of it until Mark about... Shelby, 57. And I'm out of it until about half seven. Jaquita! Top <laughs> me up! The Champions League is starting in RT1! I can't change the channel, I'm out of it! Change the channel! Jaquita! <laughs> and I'd be fucking twizzled and fucking dribbling. And then, <laughs> on his best. then after the match, BT1! <laughs> 
The show all the matches. I want to watch <laughs> fucking Aldi versus Little. Turn around, you creature. <laughs> I'd love to be in a fucking nursing home. No, you wouldn't. I not. would fucking love oh. that. But you don't necessarily just get. I'm after wetting myself. <laughs> Somebody clean it up. <laughs> I'm not going near it. I've a horn. I've a horn. Can you get some of that? Can some, I have another. I'm scared. <laughs> Can I have a suppository? I've got a horn. Oh, that's... Get it away from me. <laughs> I think a nursing home with the right drugs and a 40-inch plasma television could be a fucking divine experience. Wait, you wouldn't be getting suppositories necessarily because you're in a nursing home. Well, why not? Don't give old, just because you're old, you don't get suppositories. Ah, look, if you knew a corrupt fucking ca- chemist you get them on prescription <laughs> <laughs> thank you uh, everybody for listening to this week's episode what are we going to call it again we're going to call it Gorting, Gorting Lisbon Gorting, Gorting Lisbon, Lisbon. Uh, good. hope you enjoyed the episode it's goodbye from me Sloan or Misha oh Misha and we'll talk to you all things in your mind thank you bye Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.